Welcome to the Rural Revival Podcast. I'm your host, Dana Larson. Today, we're bringing you an interview with Alice Pettyjohn from Rainsville, Alabama. Alice is the owner of an art studio and boutique called Alice Circle, which offers everything from art classes and art parties to a variety of creative gifts and clothing. But you'll see why this is more than just a passion and a business to Alice and how she's fulfilling a unique role to bring art to the community. We're glad to have you with us. Alice, thank you so much for being on the podcast. We're excited to have you as a guest. I'm so thankful that you're doing this. I think it's awesome and getting to be a part of it. It's awesome. Well, you're celebrating. Actually, I should preface this. We're recording live from Alice Circle, your shop, Mm -hmm. and you're celebrating your sixth year since the shop opened. It's big. It's a big big week. Congratulations. (laughs) Well, it's such a fun shop. Can you just to help give our listeners a little bit of a visual, can you help describe what the shop is like? Sure. We um, we try to meet uh, needs creatively with people if they need like. Um, let me let me go back. So we opened our shop to encourage creativity, and we opened our shop to offer makers a place to sell. So we had a place. I'm kind of struggling to like describe it because it's changed so much, you know? So I feel like starting out, we wanted everything to be handmade and we wanted it to be this cute little place people could buy handmade, but it's evolved into being a place that you can buy a gift, you can take a class, you can, um, you know, come and just hang out, have lunch. So we've, we've tried to create a, a shop, but also a place that you can be creative and kind of be free to, you know, we try to be stress-free. We try to be just laid back. So that's kind of what we're trying to do here. Awesome. And you have, like, you have art supplies, mm-hmm. you have clothing, right. you have just a variety of different mm-hmm. things that you offer. Right. And we still have a lot of handmade things, but um, I would say that's that's not all that we do anymore. We have a lot of things we buy, um, buy into and things that just kind of go along with our clientele. So, yeah, we have a, a fun little place here. I love it. <laughs> Thanks. Well, you are located in Rainsville, Alabama. So what made you choose Rainsville? Have you always lived here or? I'm from this area. I'm from a little town near here, um, Henniger. And so that's about 15 minutes away. And I moved here because I worked at a church here. And so it just made sense. And um, after a few different job moves, I thought, you know, I'm going to open a place here in Rainsville. So yeah, I, I live literally like two seconds from here. So it's just so convenient and nice. Perfect. I don't want anybody to stalk me, but <laughs> just kidding. No stalkers. No stalkers. Um, so this wasn't always your career path. How did you kind of take us upon that journey okay. where you went from growing up here and to now having a shop here? Okay. I've always been a maker. And so, I mean, you can ask my mom, just, I've always made things, gifts for people and always just been a maker. And so, Um, I went through a few different careers as far as, I guess I should say more like majors in college. I couldn't, couldn't decide. And I really never thought through the, Hey, you could be an artist, you know, you could be a graphic designer. It was more, um, you know, I felt pressure to be um, some other things. And so I just never really found my niche and ended up in counseling and I graduated, really didn't find the job that I was looking for. Um, 
But the cool thing is I graduated and we went on a mission trip. And one of the guys was on the mission trip. One of the guys on the mission trip was a professor in industrial design. Who knew? I didn't even know what that was. And I was sketching on the plane and he saw that and he was like, why don't you come over and, you know, just, you know, be a part of that. And I wasn't enrolled in school again. So then that was like, I can do this for a living. I can be a designer for a living. And so after a few different career changes, you know, God just opened up the door for me to make things for people and actually charge money. So that's how this kind of started. Just a passion plus, um, a, you know, talent. And he just made a way for me to do this. So, wow. Yeah. Did you ever think this could be your full-time job? No way. I, I was just making things for people, door, door designs and t-shirts and things. And it just kind of turned into, I was too busy making things to do my job. <laughs> so I just, yeah. you know, decided, okay, it's time to just, and so I worked out of my home and that got too crowded and too messy and rented this little house and converted it into a business. And here we are. Yeah. Awesome. So how did you go once you decided to get this house mm -hmm. and I'm actually doing this, how did you decide what you were going to use to fill your space? Well, I did notice when, when I was approached, Hey, you could rent this house. I, I, it was just too, too big, too much room. So I had the idea to take the rooms and turn them into sales areas for friends who made things, people in the community. And also I got the, the kitchen ready, um, inspected and everything so that somebody could come in and sell food if they wanted. And we went through some different people who sold cupcakes. And then I met Nancy and Nancy just rented the space and, um, she's built a, a great business now. She's even, you know, expanded out. I don't know if you saw the building out beside, but she, um, she has a great business out there. And, and so it just kind of turned into a, a home from a home to a business in that way. So that helped fill the space, um, that I couldn't really, I guess, pay for at the time. And since I guess a year, we don't have vendors anymore. It's just our stuff. So we've grown in that way. So it's cool to see just how it's evolved. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So besides just having the retail shop, mm -hmm. you also offer classes for both kids and adults. That's right. Yeah, we do. We offer, um, they're not really art classes. I try to encourage creativity. I feel like that's the thing, like be creative. I think that brings freedom. I think that brings um, a lot of joy. And I think um, that's what we want, especially for kids, just to be able to be free and create. And we encourage whatever they're doing, but let them do their own thing at the same time. And then with adults, we offer a lot of classes for ladies, women's groups. Um, you know, we offer teen classes. So that's kind of our goal is just to say everybody has some form of creativity in them. Like to pull that out of them, that's that's what, I mean, I, I, that's my favorite thing about this whole business is just to see somebody say, wow, I mean, I can do this. Like we just had a Bible journaling class probably an hour before you got here. And women started out, I can't do this, I can't do this. And I walked in there three hours later, and they're, like, making all this amazing... I mean, it's just cool to see they didn't know they had that, you know? And it just it just showed up, so That's it's cool. so good. Mm, it's awesome. How have you figured out how to kind of draw that out of people? I don't know. I think time and just patience and um, the encouraging to them to be free that there's no expectations I think especially as women we like put all these expectations on ourselves and then when you get in a 
in a situation where you can create, like there are no expectations, you know, you just go yep. for it. And I think once, uh, once, especially with women, once they just kind of let, let go of that, how it's supposed to look, then who knows what's going to happen. It just, they just kind of come into their own thing. So it's just so fun to see. It's yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And then you do parties, right? Mm-hmm. As well. We have, um, birthday parties. Those are always fun for kids. Um, but we like the party we just had was a woman's birthday and her husband got a, a party together for her of 10 of her friends and they just hung out for three hours and just made things. <laughs> so, and got to relax. Yeah. And, and just be away from family, away from kids, away from responsibilities and just were able to hang out. So cool. Yeah. I, one of the things that I saw on your Facebook page is you had kids create I think they painted little globes and yeah. then you actually used those and brought them into the classroom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about yeah. that kind of stuff that mm-hmm. you do and the thought behind it. Right. We always want to go into schools and because in this area there, there are very few art programs. And you know, for me, I just feel like art, if I had had art in my school, that would have opened up a lot. I feel like for my my um, future just to think about I could have been a designer I could have done this and I just never really thought through it so I feel like art's pretty important to me in schools and so we offer teachers um, just a, a, a little almost like a party where I teach minimal art skills and they make whatever I've drawn they just paint what I've drawn and then they cut it out and they can be proud take it home with them they can be proud of what they made that particular class was studying the continents and the the oceans and so that kind of tied in with their curriculum um so that's always that that's so fun and I'm, I'm a little bit obsessed with maps and globes so I was like yes we got it we've got to go to that class and the perfect yeah. combination mm-hmm. yep. <laughs> I mean it's affordable for teachers as well you know we don't want to strap them any more than they are you know financially so we try to offer affordable things to kids and teachers like that yeah, have you been really intentional about keeping everything affordable? Do you kind of set a price point in your head and work from there? Or I think for when I first started, I didn't know what that price point was. I didn't do enough research to find that out. So over time, I realized, like, that's not going to sell. You know, um, I, I knew there was a certain price point that customers in this area spent typically when they came in. So I thought, you know, I'm not going to go over that. I'm not going to just try to – we do have some – more expensive things but especially with classes I feel like that needs to be affordable so that you can do more than one you can come back two or three times instead of one just super expensive class so yeah we try to we try to think about that for sure and I love that you also have a handwriting class available online right that's also really affordable and it kind of goes back to that same thing where you don't have to be an artist. Anyone right. can do it. Mm-hmm. We do. That's been maybe our most popular class because it's kind of trendy right now. Just that um, it's kind of a faux calligraphy. That's been huge. Just we have so many classes in that. And um, some people get it quickly and some people have to practice more. But that's been I think that's just an example of kind of rolling with the trends of what's going on. We try to do that as well. So, yeah. Well, your customers have said one of the things that they love most about you is that you're always creatively thinking ahead. What does that look like for you? For me, I try to I try to look look at trends and things that that are especially with color. I always look for color. Color is always important to me, so I look at what colors are coming coming in soon and what's going on. But mainly, I get tired of the same thing 
personally. So it's sort of selfishly driven because I get tired of the same, doing the same thing over and over. So it's easy for me to say, okay, we're going to stop doing that and start something new. And that's where I think we just look into, okay, what's coming, what's coming up? What are, what are some bigger areas, larger populated areas doing that will be here? Let's go ahead and get it here, you know? Yeah. So I think that's, that's one thing I like to, to do is just kind of, um, encourage that for sure. How have you learned to draw in the community with the things that you offer? I think I've, I've found that if it's something that I am making that consistently people say, I would love to be able to do that. I think that's how I choose what we're going to do because that may contradict a business model that you would teach people the thing that you are selling. But at the same time, I think if you can teach somebody how to do that, I mean, and they get it, then more power to them. I think that's awesome that somebody would take that skill and go with it. You know, I don't encourage like (laughs) replicating things I do or anything, but Uh at the same time, I think it's cool to see somebody pick up on the thing that, that you do because you taught them and then they can be creative in that and teach somebody else and teach somebody else. So you're planting seeds that just kind of keep growing. Right. Why not? I mean, it's, it's just encouraging that creativity to, to come out. So we just go for it. And with such a visually based business, Mm -hmm. is social media a huge part of just continually showing people the different things that you offer? Right. For sure. I, I would say that's, that's our biggest draw because we can, we can kind of monitor if something's going to be successful based on the attention it gets on social media and things have changed. I remember when we first started, you know, I could just post whatever and a lot of people would see it and we would, we could trust that a lot more now that, that Instagram and and Facebook have kind of tweaked their process a little. It's a little harder to, to judge because things are seen differently based algorithms. Yes. yes. Things are (laughs) so different, but you know, I think we can still kind of monitor that. And, and I have seen, speaking of, um, Instagram and Facebook, I've seen a lot of sponsored ads that we do that does pay off. So, you know, I I didn't, I was kind of leery of that. Like, no, I'm not doing that, but we pay for things now and it, it really does pay off. So that's great. Yeah. Well, I know the heartbeat behind all of this is that you really love to encourage people and build them up. Is that your favorite part about the shop? For sure. I think, um, for me, I think God is using me to encourage people to do things that maybe everybody else thinks they can't. I don't, I don't know if that's, that's what I've done. If somebody says, no, you're not going to be able to do this. And I'm like, yes, I'm going, I'm going to do this. You know, (laughs) I've got this. I don't know if that's what it is, if it's just my personality coming out or, but I just love the fact that we can use this platform to encourage, you know, adventure or stepping out on faith over something that you thought, no way can I do that? Or if we can encourage going on a, a trip, a service trip, a mission trip to say, go help these people and it's not scary and it's, you know, if we can use a map to do that, you know, or, or scripture that we can, you know, we have a lot of people that are interested in missions and they'll come and they'll write this on on the map for me so that I can put it on my wall and remind myself this is why I'm doing what I'm doing. So I, I think that's, I mean, that's probably the best thing is that we can just use this platform to show people like you don't have to be scared, you know, you don't have to be scared, whether it's creating something or going somewhere or, you know, you don't have to be scared because it's, it's, I mean, it's fun and it's, 
it's adventurous and, you know, stepping out on faith is not always, I guess at first it's scary, but I mean, usually I'd say it's always worth it, you know? Absolutely. So you really have a heart for missions. Tell us more about that. Yeah. In college, the church that I attended was very missional and they were very um, focused on, on reaching people for Jesus. And so my first trip was actually to China. And it's funny how it ties in that on that trip, there was a professor with me, um, with the group, and he saw me sketching because it's like a million hour flight. So you yes. know, I was sketching and he just looked over the seat and he said, you know, I'm a professor um, of industrial design. Have you ever heard of it? And um, I hadn't. And he said, when we get home, I want you to come to this studio and I want you to see what we do. I think you would be a great fit. Well, I had just graduated in something that I was like floundering in, you know, <laughs> and so I was like, couldn't find a job and I just graduated. And, and so I thought, well, why not? So I went over to the, um, to his department and it was made for me. It was just so simple. It was not easy, but it, there was an ease to, to design for me. And I thought if I had just known, you know, but, um, I fin anyway, I finished in that and then had that degree. And that's where I guess my love for really making really was, um, I realized I could, I could really do this, but, but back to missions, I, th- I think going on that trip was the thing that, that God used to awaken me that, that the gospel's not out there and that, you know, we pray, we give, but we also go. And so that was just the first exposure I had to missions. And since then, I mean, I've been a, a lot of different places. I lived in Thailand for two years. I was a missionary there and I taught English. Um, so, you know, I may go one day again, who knows, but I just always have that call. And and even Jesus uses me, I feel like now here to say, you know, it's not about you. It is about his honor and his glory. And so I feel like that's how God uses us, you know, even people who work here. I mean, he just always has done that just in the six years. I just can look back at all the and I do have a map obsession. I, I did say that earlier, but I think that's kind of because I love just, I love the nations. I love seeing people just, just come to know Jesus that they had no exposure and then they just made a decision. You know, I just love it. Absolutely. Yeah. If you had to go back and start this whole thing all over again, would you do anything differently? Hmm. I know I would. I just have to think through... A little bit of me says no because I just learned so much. Would I do anything different? I may have sought a little more advice from from business owners. I think that I didn't know what I wanted. I didn't really have a business model to follow because it is so unique. So I think I might have sought... I think I would have sought more advice from business owners, um, maybe even artists. I, I feel like I might have taken a business class. <laughs> I mean, I'm like, well, I don't know anything about business. And I, I really still don't know that much about business. But um, I think that's that's one thing I would do different is maybe just get some more wise counsel. And But I have had a lot of people. Um, I have a, a woman who helps me with financial stuff here. She's helped me just really like think through things and, you know, go, is this wise? Is it not wise? Even, even more than a financial point of view, it's just, just as a friend and as someone who's owned businesses. 
And then I have another friend. She had a gift shop um, while I was in high school. And I've, I've really talked to her a lot to say, okay, what worked then, even though it was a while back, what worked? So I think that's what I would have done is maybe even talk to them sooner. Yeah. <laughs> so I waited I waited a, a few years before I found those. Mentors. Um, yes. Yeah. So, yeah, for sure. Well, the local community has been a big part of your success. What do you love about having a business in a small town and where have you seen the most support from the community? Right. I think um, I've seen a lot of support from the schools. I think that I have a lot of friends that are teachers and friends that are in administrative positions at schools around here. But I think that's been a thing that I've really noticed that schools seem to appreciate us and we do give things to them, but it's not because of that. You know what I mean? Like, I just feel like they see that we're trying to do good and we have so much support from, from schools for sure. Um, but I think, I think I've been shocked mostly to, to see customers that really want to buy small and support local business intentionally. Like not just because, oh, I need a gift. I'm going to run to, to Alice's. They say, I'm, I need a gift. Instead of going to a big, big box store, I'm going to go to Alice's intentionally, you know? Yeah. And so I love that. I love that people would choose us and not go to a, a dollar store. You know yeah. what I mean? I think it's just very humbling to think you would choose us. So, so I think that's, that's been the thing in, in this community and in not only in Rainsville, but, but in this area, it's pretty close knit on this mountain. Sand, Sand Mountain is, is what this is. And so I think seeing the, the surrounding areas, I just think it's, it's just been cool to see just people supporting and drive from off to come here. I don't know. It's just always humbling to me to think you were coming to my store. That's yeah. okay. You like the maps. Awesome. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you like the maps. Okay. <laughs> so I don't know. It's always, every day's a humbling day. So that's all. That's, that's always good. Are there formal art programs in the schools here? No, no formal. There's a few, um, I feel like there's some after school programs and in some of the city schools, there's some great art programs but as far as the county there's not a lot of um there's no program within the school but they have hired some people to help I don't know if you would call them private classes so you're almost fulfilling a role of art teacher for these kids too right and there's a few other some I have some friends that they also teach art so I feel like we're we're trying to work together to meet that because I mean, even in music, like there's no music program and there's no, I mean, and that to me, that to me is just, it, I didn't have that, but I didn't know I missed that until now I'm grown. And I'm like, that would have been amazing yeah. because now I play the guitar and, and now I paint all the time. And, you know, I just played sports back then. <laughs> I just played sports and, you know, cheered and played all the other things. And Those I didn't know. Options. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know, you know. So I think I just want to tell that's what I, we have actually a lot of high schools like a, a, it might be a I don't know what it's called now. It's like was home ec. Anyway, teachers will come and they'll bring their whole class here just to hear me talk about the things they could do with an art major because it's like, you know, you can grab, you can do graphic design like I was in furniture design. That was my my study. You know, that was what I was studying is how to design furniture and I had another class where it was how to design shoes. I mean, a whole shoe, a whole shoe class, you know? And you uh-huh. don't think as a kid, like, huh, 
I could do that. I could, do, I could, do, you know, we had a 3D design class. We had how to draw car engines, you know, for guys. I mean, guys and girls. But for guys, they were just like, oh, I was like, I don't, I don't want to do this. But the guys were, you know, I think that's, nobody knows that. I didn't know that. Yeah. That you could do all those things. And so when kids come, I'm like, what are you interested in? What do you have a passion? What do you have a passion for? And what do you feel like you're talented in? And then it's like crickets. And I'm like, ask their friend, what is this person talented in? And they'll tell me. And it's usually like, she can do makeup great. I'm like, you could be a makeup artist. Like, no problem. You know? And just to see them say, do you really think I could? Yes, absolutely. Just just type in makeup on YouTube and you'll see a lot of <laughs> a lot of people are making a lot of money doing that. So but anyway, I think that that's something that, that God is using the store or us to to encourage. Just thinking outside the box, just not thinking about the cookie cutter things, but think about the things that are out there and dreams, you know? So as part of all that, do you find yourself becoming more of a mentor to the kids who are showing the real interest in the arts? I think so. I don't have knowledge of every facet of art, but I yeah. feel like the things that that I've succeeded in, I feel like I can say, you know, and, and I do have some connections of, of people I can say, call this person, you know, landscape architecture. People don't think about that, that you could you could use your skills, your drawing skills and, you know making someone's home look beautiful. So I'll, I'll try to like, guy, you know, I know a professor or I know um, somebody that knows about that. So I think that, that that's been fun to just connect students with, you know, something that really might, they might enjoy for their future and not just do for money or not just do because they don't know what else to do. That's something they would really be passionate about. So yeah, I think so. So what do you think would change if there was an art or music program in the local schools? Well, I think it would give kids who aren't interested in sports or um, some of the other offerings at school, I think it would give those kids an outlet to to be creative and to um, kind of be encouraged to, to use that energy. Like even at the shop, we've seen kids who come in and they may have a behavioral issue and... I may have foreknowledge of that and they'll come in and then they just sit and paint and there's no problem. They're just relaxed. And, um, I I don't know, art, art does something to us. It helps us just relax and calm down. And I think that is something that could be beneficial in school systems. And, um, you know, it's almost like therapy, I think, or it is to me, it's just like a, it's a therapeutic thing that you just kind of are able to, express that in that way and you don't have to use words and you don't have to you know perform or anything you just you paint or you just draw and I think that would be I think that would be huge in in the school system um because I've just met so many kids that they really can't find their niche especially when they get into the high school years they can't really find their their place because what they liked as kids they don't like anymore whether that is sports or whatever um and so I think that would be a great thing just to have a trained art teacher being able to to offer those classes. Well, I was talking with Evan, one of the mm-hmm. girls who works here before we started this, and 
she was telling me how much she loves working here. And I was like, do you like art? And she said, I love art. It's very good, yeah. And she was just sharing about how great it is to be able to work here where she can get to do that and right. be surrounded by people who get that same kind mm-hmm. of thing yeah. and understand her in that yeah. way. Because I feel like creatives are a different, mm-hmm. we're our own breed, yes. right? Yes. And so it is nice to be around people mm-hmm. who appreciate that right. and understand right. kind of that thought process. Yeah, she's a great artist and she'll she'll make things, you know, come alive that I need. Like she drew all these canvases. She does all these things that, you know, I don't really have time to do. She'll she'll make that. But yeah, we always joke. We we say, can you believe that we're doing this today? Like it's always something different, you know, like we're painting a wagon. Next week I have some shoes to paint. You know, we just you just never know what the day's gonna bring. And we try to do things fast. So that puts us on a you know, Tom Crunch, but, um, anyway, so yeah, she does a great job and she's, it it does help that she's already creative and she's already good at, you know, at visualizing things. So, yeah, but we've had people work here that really don't, they don't have that, you know, they don't think they have that creative side and then it just comes out or they're more, um, organized. And so, I mean, that always helps as well because, I mean, clearly we have a lot going on. <laughs> we have stuff everywhere. But, you know, we've had some really great employees to help because I couldn't do it by myself for sure. For sure. Couldn't do it alone. I think that's great. And it's something that they can take with them for the rest of their life, mm-hmm. even if they're not still working here. Right. I look back at high school and I made pizzas at the oh, wow. local pizza store. Yeah. But I always am like, I should have worked for the flower shop or something oh, yeah, yeah. that I really would have learned creatively mm-hmm. that I could do for the rest oh, of my yeah. life. So lesson learned. Yeah, right. Someone take that as a bit of advice there. <laughs> do something that you like really like so you could learn for the future. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what's coming up next for Alice Circle? I'm going to offer um, some classes that that kind of are a sequel to these classes we've been offering. Um, because we offer classes not only in the store and not only out in the community, but we also offer classes and workshops um, online. So for people who don't have time, there's classes on there. But I, f- I feel like we need to offer a little bit more advanced things. Um, you know, so we... we I think that's what we'll do. We'll offer some advanced things. Um, we'll take our lettering classes to another level, Bible journaling classes, you know, to another level, just teach some new things. And, um, you know, we have always ideas. We have, we have ideas for every holiday. So we have Mother's Day ideas coming up. And, um, yeah, so. Yeah. How do you stay inspired creatively? I think, actually, I'm – I. I will say this. I'm kind of, I like to go on trips, whether it's in America or, or abroad. I like to go on trips because I think that it, it takes a little while to like get out of work mode and fulfill order mode and just kind of look around at colors and architecture and things that, that kind of give me ideas. I get inspired by going to stores that have my style I want to keep my style. I want to keep the the vibe that I have, but I want to be I want to push that a little bit. And so stores that that have that kind of bohemian kind of um, free look, I'm inspired by going to those stores. Not necessarily copying that, but just seeing what's new out there and what, what's going on. And and then of course just being out 
I don't know why being outside always makes me want to go create things. So I love going just away. And then I don't know if I rest, but I, I definitely come back, you know, and use those inspirations for sure. Well, how can we keep up with what's going on with Alice Circle and for people who aren't living in your area, how they can take your online courses? Well, I think um, we have, uh, in the past year, we've done a um, website. We've really gotten into promoting on the website. We do uh, a ton of things there. We're not trying to turn our business to online only, but we do have a, a, a pretty big online presence. Um, and I, did, I didn't know this about business, but I thought emails were not that big of a deal. But everybody's like, build your email following. So that's what we are focusing on is just getting people to subscribe to our website. And because that is how we communicate with, with people out of town. That is how we communicate what's coming up next, our calendar. And we, we offer these tips. We think they're fun. I think people think they're fun. I don't know. Yeah. But we offer tips of just random things you can do in your home, things that you may not think about that you already have. And so I think that's probably where we, we've really grown the most over the year is just getting that going, getting that online presence built up um, so that we can offer, we offer free downloads. We offer a lot of different things that, that we can't really offer here, but we can offer there. So I think that's the best way. And we do a lot of pop-up shops. And so we're always looking for a place to set up and just have like a mini shop in an area. So that's, that's something that we're really looking into is trying to figure out how to the logistics of that, um, that we can just go pop up a shop and sell and then go to the next place. So that's, that's kind of what we're looking into now is, is broadening our, our reach for sure. Yeah. And one of the fun things that I think you did, uh, with April Wilkes at Mm -hmm. Vintage Pickin, who we've done an interview with at their barn sale, you did hand lettering. Oh yeah. So were you, Help me understand that. Were you hand lettering pieces that they bought or did you have stuff there that they could buy and then you would customize it? Yeah, both, a little of both. We had a lot of people bring us stuff, but I just brought scrap wood that I had or um, just boards that, you know, I had laying around. And then when people want things, we just right then and there just write it out. So it's limited a little bit. We can't do everything because it's, you know outside (laughs) and it's like we you know only have a certain amount of time but um that's been really really popular and it's fun for me because you just kind of knock it out right then and you know somebody can just take that sign with them we always talk about how stores have these homemade looking things that you can buy for but it's not personalized you know and so that's where we come in is to be able to offer that personalized and um I don't know. And I feel like, I feel like we can use that as well as, as a way to encourage people that, I mean, when you, when you see a sign, you know, that that's a reminder of that scripture, that's a reminder of your wedding day or whatever. So I think that's fun to just be able to do that at a market or at a festival. And yeah, I love that idea. That's so fun. It's fun. Well, thank you so much for being with us today. We love what you're doing and stay in touch and everybody go check out their website because the free downloads are awesome. And, um, I'm going to be taking the online course because yeah, I love hand lettering. Do. We have, um, the second one coming soon, but I just have to film it. I have to film it. Just do it. <laughs> It'll be fun. Awesome. Thanks. Thank you.
Well, I love how Alice is using her business to not just encourage creativity, but to encourage people to try something new and to see potential in themselves. And you don't have to live in Rainsville, Alabama to be a part of that. You can check out the Alice Circle website and social media pages for classes and fun downloads that you can enjoy at home. Thank you, Alice, for a great interview. And on behalf of Rural Revival, thanks for joining us today. We'll be back here with you again next week. Have a great day.